0: Hi there, I'm Jason.
1: And I'm Joseph.
0: And this is The Trekkin, a weekly-ish podcast talking all things Star Trek. This week we're discussing Star Trek Picard, Season 2, Episode 6, 2 of 1. So let's get into it with the recap. With Talon's help, Picard and the crew infiltrate a gala on the eve of a joint space mission to protect an astronaut they believe to be integral to the restoration of the timeline. Elsewhere in Los Angeles, Corey makes a startling discovery about her father's work.
1: So the mess continues. You know, we all thought that this episode, at least I thought this episode was going to go into the direction of like, Ocean's Eleven, here it comes. Ocean's Picard. We're going to have a heist. It's going to be cool. It's going to be awesome. There's going to be a plan. The plan's going to backfire, but then eventually it's going to work. And it turned into just a whole bunch of unnecessary main characters lounging around and not really doing anything.
0: There wasn't a plan. They were just creeping.
1: Yeah, they were just creeping and chilling. I mean, I'm glad Rios found a real cigar. And what we got from that was... Apparently, all the cigars we've seen him smoke in the past were not real.
0: They were holograms. Holograms,
1: which is why I guess he's allowed them on the bridge. It makes sense now. It's just a visual distraction. Still should not be allowed, but...
0: It could just be one of those things that the replicator doesn't entirely get correct.
1: Yeah, maybe. And he's going to be able to chance to enjoy it. So fine. I'm with Rios on that thing, but it would be nice if Rios had a character development arc or any story arc other than just telling us what his story is as we catch it, check in on him every once in a while. Like, so...
0: Thank you for saying that because while I think it's very charming that he loves the 21st century and I'm into that, that little bit of the story, it feels like the fact that he was just brutalized and put in captivity by ice for like two episodes had zero effect on him.
1: So what'd you do when you were on earth? Like, Oh, I got arrested. It was awesome. Like, Really? That's, that's your energy. That's, that's, that's your vibe. Like you were arrested and realize a whole bunch of people are horribly oppressed. You fell in love with the doctor, and now you're in love with the 21st century? Okay, sure. But hey, you got a cigar. Let's be happy with that. You got a cigar. Go Rios. I'm not a fan of all the attention that the board Queen is still getting. I don't understand why Gerardi is... Obviously something is wrong with her, and everyone's just like, all right, whatever, you're fine. You're fine.
0: Yeah, you'd think they'd notice her kind of acting weird and turning off her communicator and... Singing a Pat Benatar song.
1: Good cover. She got a great voice. Not gonna lie, enjoyed it.
0: Oh yeah, she's moved on from her Sex Bomb days. She's no longer playing drums. She's doing <laughs> vocals. Uh, and and I'm here for it, but it made absolutely no sense.
1: Came out of nowhere.
0: And I was I was convinced it was in her head until one of the other crew members commented on it.
1: And the band was doing its thing, and the lighting guy did it, their, their thing. They were all prepared for it.
0: Something that I noticed and I feel like they retconned this between the last episode and this episode is that Agnes sort of getting a little bit assimilated was part of the plan, part of her plan. Like she planned on that. It didn't seem like she planned on that.
1: Yeah. I, the way she explained it was like, well, I couldn't kill you and I didn't want the other guy to die. So like, yeah, this is, this is my thing. And I don't really know her plan beyond that. And like, why isn't Agnes telling people Like, listen, I did this because of this reason, which makes sense. It makes sense that she didn't want the human to die and she didn't want to kill the Border Queen so they didn't get home. So let's tell our crew that this is happening so we can deal with it. Instead, she's acting like a frightened child and not accomplishing anything And. putting everyone in risk and danger.
0: And in the context of the entire series, it's kind of annoying because this is exactly what her plot line was last season.
1: Yeah. Her doing something horrible and the secret like sleeper agent is inside of her.
0: Essentially. Yes.
1: So now some pill
0: back at it again,
1: back at it beaten to the drums of another crazy psychopath that put her into her brain.
0: I wonder if her singing abilities in universe are due to the fact that the Borg canonically have perfect pitch as established in star trek voyager
1: maybe maybe i'll listen i'll take any little glimmer of canonical information at this point otherwise i'm just going to take my 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 hand to my head (laughs) fun fact this was shot at the ghostbusters hotel here in la i was really impressed with the dress job they put on that it looked futuristic it looked cool i would love to go to an event with those like decorations and lighting at that place that was amazing to watch that was really cool just made me jealous to want to be there so they accomplished that looked cool but yeah just the whole episode just drained it's like we only have like this amount of time in this storyline with these characters so why are we spending so much time doing absolutely nothing
0: also it was a really short episode on top of that
1: Mm -hmm. it was short it didn't and again it felt like nothing was happening Except for a few, like, you know, set pieces happening. The the only part of the episode I really enjoyed, like, really, truly enjoyed, and I thought was, felt like something out of a Doctor Who episode, which was, was Picard talking to Renee, and he was talking about the, the fear speech. Like, that whole scene with her, I loved.
0: Oh, no, classic classic amazing picard speech it was also the best part of the episode for me
1: yeah it's the only to me the only good part of the episode for me it's i don't know if everything else bored, like just drove me crazy
0: but my question is did renee go straight back to the party after watching the kindly old security guard who gave her a pep talk get hit by a car
1: i don't know i don't know what's going on anymore with that plus like why are they able to move the body to like a doctor like what the hell like that place was so secure that one Brent Spiner's character, Adam, should have been, like, totally arrested.
0: If you had told me a couple episodes ago that a plot point from this series would be Data running over Picard with a Tesla, I wouldn't have believed it, but here we are.
1: Here we are at the end of the day. Here we are. I'm just like, all right, I don't find that realistic, but I'm, I'm done trying to make sense of some of the logic that the writers have for this. There's a few little things I could talk about more with the episode, which is like, oh, like the board Queen saying I miss Locutus. How can you miss Locutus because that didn't happen in your timeline? Oh, that's right. You're a multiversal board Queen. Okay. You're annoying. Cop out.
0: I did kind of like the twist that I sort of saw coming with Corey Soon and her being like an experiment. I like that.
1: He's a clone. I, I really wanted to read the article that was behind all the video footage the entire time.
0: I did pause it, and the only interesting part about it was that apparently Adam Soong was experimenting on homeless veterans.
1: Okay, so not the eugenics wars?
0: No. They did—I mean, they're, in one of the other articles that she, like, zooms past, I mean, they did throw out the word eugenics, but in the article that, like, they had displayed that you could kind of read— it was more about him experimenting on homeless veterans. Okay,
1: so disgraced and shit like that.
0: Mad scientist.
1: Mad scientist. Uh, the Sungs are all mad scientists. Why are all the Sungs assholes? Like, you go through all of like, like Data is not an asshole. We love Data. We're kind, gentle soul. But all the Sung humans, Enterprise. I mean, even Next Generation. You know, like Noonien Soong was. He's kind of a dick.
0: You know, I, I want to say that it's probably because they're all clones of each other, and that's why they all look the same, and so they all have very similar dispositions, but that's my headcanon. Yeah,
1: that's head... I, I'm I'm with you on that. Headcanon. I, I don't... Not, not, not against that.
0: Can I ask you how you're feeling on the Laris, not Laris, Talon part of the plot? I...
1: You know, like I want it to go somewhere. Like I want a lot of things to go somewhere. So I'm just kind of like waiting for it to go somewhere. And if it doesn't go anywhere, then I'm just gonna be like, whatever. It's par for the course. I, this 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 show this season started so strong. This season started so strong, and I was really excited. I was here for it. Even when they got to Earth, and I was like rolling my eyes at the fact that we already had this, you know, story before. I just these last two episodes directed by Jonathan Frakes. Just seem to like, what the hell are you guys doing?
0: Do you want to know why I think it is? Bring it on. Because halfway through this season, the showrunner, Terry Metalis, uh, had to go and start work on season three. So he left the showrunning duties to your favorite person in the entire world, Akiva M- Goldsman.
1: Motherfucker.
0: And we're right at the halfway point, and that's where things are starting to really go off the rails for you and me. So I... if. There might be a correlation there. Maybe. I'm pretty sure
1: there's a correlation there. I did not know that, but now that you told me, there's no hope.
0: He's a man who's crushed many of your dreams.
1: I need a moment. I need vodka. I want to forget I even know that now. Then, damn it.
0: I know. Uh, Going back to Talon slash Laris, she does curse under her breath in Romulan, according to the subtitles. Okay,
1: I did not see that
0: yes so maybe she is laris before she before laris is laris maybe she is an ancestor maybe picard was onto something with that line of questioning but then he dismissed it i'm not sure but she does curse in romulan
1: so many lines are just throwaway lines for the sake of whatever and you don't know what's what anymore it's like that's their new way of telling stories it's just guess which random line is gonna matter later on which one let's go to the board not that one maybe that one we'll see
0: I think the reason why I'm a little bit annoyed with the Talon looking like Laris part of the plot is because we already have two characters that look like two other characters because we've got the Soongs and just adding another one on top of that is just like I don't know maybe it's slightly a bridge too far it's too many it's too many actors playing multiple characters for me
1: oh I don't disagree I don't disagree at all it's driving me crazy
0: so I don't know that's a bummer I'm somewhat interested in the next episode, because maybe we're going into the mind of Jean-Luc Picard, and that could be weird and interesting, and I guess we'll probably find out what happened with his mom.
1: Yeah, and I'm excited for that information, but as a story, like, all right, again, we have four episodes left, and we know we're going to waste an entire episode in Picard's mind, and I say waste because there's other things in the plot that I feel like are more important to the plot of the story we're telling. And the Picard mom thing, maybe that's gonna be super important, maybe not, but I don't feel like the audience cares about that as much, other than it just being about Picard, so we want more about about him. But as the story goes, it really hasn't made sense to like what happened. So there's all these little plot threads that seem to have nothing to do with the main story we're on. They're gonna spend an entire episode having not Laris run through Picard's mind, and I know that trope. we've seen it. A thousand times in shows, but I'm just like, come on. We only have four episodes left. Like, are we really going to waste one to that? You better give us everything. There better be so much juicy details. Like, that, this better be, like, epic in its own right. But now that I know who's running the show and who's steering the ship, pretty sure we're heading for the iceberg right ahead.
0: Yeah, I hope that that's not the case. And there are still things that I like about this show. But I, I'm not filled with, like, faith in Akiva Goldsman.
1: No, there is no faith of the heart here. There was more faith of the heart in the Faith of the Heart show.
0: Also, can I just say that I hate when shows do the dramatic flash-forward trope?
1: No, oh, no, I'm with you on that. It was, I rolled my eyes on it. It's like, I get it. And it wasn't even that important. You got hit by a car. Like, I get it. But it was not like, ooh, the drama. Like, just tell their fucking story. It's not that kind of show. You don't have to do it that way.
0: Show me that I need to care, don't tell me that I need to care.
1: But that's the whole point. It's the entire show though. As soon as uh, as soon as these last two episodes, it's been more telling us, not showing. And I hate that. They do that discovery all the time. And I like they got they stopped doing it and it's better because of it, and now they're doing it with the card and I'm not a fan of it. So whatever. But the doctor's back. Rios' cute doctor friend. So at least she has a reason to exist.
0: I'm a big fan of that, although she is very rightfully sussed out by all these people. Of
1: course, I'd be sussed too. Do you think Rios is going to stay in the 21st century and marry her?
0: No, I don't think so. Maybe they'll give her the voyage home treatment and they'll take her and her son to the future, but I also don't think that's going to happen.
1: That was good enough for Kirk. That <laughs> good enough for Kirk. I did like the line, how many transplants has he had? All of them. That was cute. That was a good line.
0: Yes, So okay. Yes, it's a good line, but also...
1: I'm looking for anything positive to say, man, okay?
0: they're they're playing fast and loose with the picard's a robot well maybe he's not but maybe he is
1: i don't know like at least they acknowledge that he's not just entirely basic bitch human variety type so
0: yeah that's true
1: i'm giving every little bit i can because i'm trying here i'm trying i'm not i'm trying not to get all like disco angry you you remember you know how i get when i get disco angry
0: oh you wouldn't like him when he's disco angry if you haven't listened to our previous episodes <laughs>
1: Um, one one note, and this is brought to you by a friend of mine who brought it up to me uh, when he was talking about the episode uh, from last week, and then he brought it up again today, and he was just like, did you happen to notice that um, the Shade drone field force fields look almost exactly like the, the force fields that were over alternate Earth?
0: Yes, I did notice that, yes.
1: So maybe that's a thing, or maybe they just got lazy, and as usual, just something just looks like it could be connected, but it's not.
0: No, it seems like something that's kind of related because there was also a holographic statue of Adam Soong. So so there we go. Yeah, that, that tracks.
1: So I mean, I hope we end up back in that alternate future again to see what the heck's going on, or at least there's some payoff for all this and it's not just happening off screen. We will see, we will see. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm still going to watch, I'm still going to enjoy. I'm, I'm going to keep going, not just to do this, but because I'm sincerely in love with, star trek is a franchise and apparently i'm addicted to it but we do have the amazing hope that is season three and its cast announcements i like swelled up my eyes just welled up with tears when i just was listening watching the trailer that was the cast announcements with everybody talking hearing that everyone's going to be back.
0: Well, everyone except for Colm Meany and uh, Will Wheaton.
1: Poor Wesley. I mean, he's right there. Hire him back. But I guess his character is a very specific thing. If you're going to tell a Wesley story, you really got to tell a Wesley story.
0: Or you have to completely ignore the fact that he disappeared with the Traveler.
1: Yeah, I know. And that, did you read um, he sent out a fan fiction that he wrote? No. It was It was like, I'm sad by it. Like, and he's like, I'm not sad by it. Like, I'm just happy that everyone's getting together and I'm looking forward to seeing everybody. And I kind of, if you're going to do something like this, I felt like fan fiction is just where it can be exist. So here it is, something I wrote for it. And it was really sweet. It was really endearing. And I enjoyed it. And I kind of wanted it to be made to a short.
0: Short trek, short trek. Exactly. Come
1: on, guys. Like, give him, throw him, it, it can't be any worse than the last two episodes.
0: You're having him host your after show. Like, throw him a bone.
1: Exactly. Like, he's, let him enjoy his, like, journey as a traveler for five, five, five fucking seconds. Um. But anyway, like, yeah. Yes, we're getting a lot more. I wonder who Brent Spiner is going to play, whether it's going to be like one of the Sungs or whether it's going to be Data again. That'd be weird.
0: Or they're going to bring back B4 finally. Because we did get to see his body at the beginning of season one, so maybe now that synths are okay, they're going to reassemble him.
1: Maybe. Uh, Maybe they'll make him organic so we can be old again because we keep using that excuse. Like, oh, we upgraded it for, for age. It's fine. We will see what they do with all that. I'm excited, though. Worf, Crusher... Riker, Troy, Jory LaForge, Mr. LaFarge is back. Everyone's coming back for a really, like, real story, not cameos. Super excited for it all. And if you guys have not watched the trailer announcement, just Google it. It's worth it. If you love Next Generation, it's worth it. I really hope that it's not just Next Generation cast members. I really hope we get other members of Star Trek franchises that have been kind of ignored.
0: Well, and, and I also hope that we don't completely sideline the main characters of this show.
1: Yeah, I want more Seven.
0: I want more Rios. Yeah,
1: I, I'm still wondering what's going to happen with Rios, but Rios should definitely still get it. And Raffi's been kind of sidelined this entire season, which is really annoying me.
0: Yeah, we kind of have glossed over it, but Raffi's mental health, not great. She's losing it. She's not having a good time. Yeah, she's not digging the 21st century as much.
1: So we'll see. And, I, and she, it's almost like whenever she talks to Rios, was like, you no, know, get that out of your day. What are you, what are you doing? Like, you were... Bashing in police vehicles three seconds ago. You don't get to talk about not affecting the timeline. She's inconsistently written, but I think based on what you told me, I understand why now.
0: Yeah, I, I, th- I think that is the reason.
1: Uh, but season three is going to be amazing.
0: Yeah, I, well, I mean, if we think of it in these terms, if Terry Metalis left this season to go showrun the third season, maybe Akiva Goldsman isn't even involved in that season.
1: Let's hope. Maybe, maybe they will. Um, maybe they will die between then and now and we never have to have another show be ruined again
0: well i mean it's already that season's already in the can so it's gonna be whatever it's gonna be but
1: i'm hopeful
0: listen it can't be worse than nemesis no or can it or or can it
1: why would you see why would you you jinx it why would you jinx it
0: get tom hardy back you cowards
1: (laughs) he could be bane it's fine
0: he's just so jacked now i would love to see him be like jacked picard
1: (laughs) Alternate timeline variant Picard. Picard.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, let's let's muddle through the rest of the season and hope that it surprises us in a pleasant way.
1: I also one other note. I I wonder if they couldn't afford John Delancey for like a, a, so many episodes because like the, his entire presence in this one was he's being texted, like he was just being texted, like she was just texting him. And like nothing. Like, I figure like, if he was really obsessed with trying to do whatever he's doing, like, he wouldn't just be texting.
0: You'd think he'd have Brent Spiner's character buy him into the galaxy. Cause I feel like Q at a fancy party like that would be having a ball.
1: Yeah, that would, it would be like narrative gold if you do it right. Like, then you have your Ocean's Eleven like situation. Cause then he's playing like the, um, the out, the Al Pacino character. He's playing that. And like, you can really just have fun with trying to outsmart a weakened Q who's still relatively omniscient. Like, I think that would be a, so amazing. Instead, it was such mostly 95% boring prattle.
0: Well, there's always next week.
1: Yeah, let's see what happens.
0: Journey into the mind.
1: <sighs> All
0: right, so follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Pod, and feel free to send us any questions, concerns, comments, complaints at the thetrekkenpod at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Jason.
1: And I'm Joseph.
0: Thank you for listening, and we will trek in with you next week.
1: Hailing the frequencies closed. Good night.